Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep dive everything Vanderpump Rules. Everyone, I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. Welcome back. Welcome back. What's up? Uh, like the worst morning in my life. I woke up after a dream of Sandoval trying to kill me, literally. <laughs> what? How did he try to kill you? Um. Oh, gosh. So I, I woke up at f- like 4 in the morning, 3.56 a.m. specifically in my dream. And um, I, for some reason, I was in my Santa Monica apartment. And I went to the kitchen. And the kitchen in that apartment was between like the the bedroom so like I had a roommate at one point and he was on the whole other half of the house so it was like perfect um we had no overlap we had our own living areas and anyways I go to the kitchen and I hear back in Zach's room I was like dude that sounds like Sandoval you know because like yeah and I'm like oh my god I'm like who's he with like his band it sounded like a bunch of people and I'm like oh my god and then as I'm like pouring some water out from like the bathroom whisking by me is a naked Jason Bader the, the drummer oh my gosh and I was like oh I didn't need to see that it was like Bernie Rubble you know and I was like oh and I'm like huh I'm like no cheating huh I'm like oh is is that Kimmy you're in there with and he glares at me and then he goes back to the room and I hear and then they all get up and they start to leave um through the back door and Sandoval looks at me and like scowls and he's like hey Sarah and I'm like in my mind I'm like oh he does know who I am and he's like thanks a lot for everything you've done and I'm like excuse me I'm like I didn't do anything you did this to yourself and he's like yeah well you didn't have to be so harsh and I'm like we weren't even a millimeter of harsh compared to like what the rest of the world has done okay or said i'm like why don't you go online and you like then come back and say something to me right yeah <laughs> so they're all yelling at me and we're all in the yard at this point and i'm screaming and i'm like and then this and then that and blah 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 and just going off and finally they leave and I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, shit, I can't believe it's four in the morning. I'm like, shoot, I hope the neighbors, like, we didn't wake them up. So I'm getting ready to go back to bed and out comes like this little weaselly guy. And he's like, oh shit. He's like, I think they all left to go to their new, new tour place. And he's like, I can't remember where it is. I have to be there. He's like freaking out. I'm like, don't worry. I'll just, I'll look it up. It's fine. He's like, but you hate us. I'm like, well, I feel bad for you. I don't care if I tell you where, what venue it is. It's like, I don't, really don't care. Like, it's not that big of a deal. He's like, um, okay. And he's like, my ride's coming to pick me up. And then up comes this guy. He's like Lurch. But he's like Lurch on meth. And he's like, Ugh. And he walks into my room and sits down on my bed. He's all like albinoed out, but then also Lurchy. And he like picks up my phone. I'm like, put down my phone. That's my phone. And I'm like, and get off my bed. And he's like, what? And he's getting all creepy. And uh, I'm like, so I'm yelling louder. Get off my bed. Get out of my room. Give me my phone. I grab my phone. He gets up and he starts to strangle me. And he's joking. And then the little weasel comes out. He's like, no, Sandoval hates her. He's like, really? 
and then Sandoval calls. He's like, like Lurch, whatever his name. He's choking her. Should we continue? I mean, now we kind of have to finish it. I'm like, oh my god, Sandoval's advising him. Should he kill me or not? And the guy's getting tighter and tighter around my throat. And then, like, I managed to like push him out the door, but he's like about to bust back in. So then, I'm like, let me run out the back door and. Meanwhile, I've been trying to dial 911 with my phone, and they keep putting me on hold. And then, like, the third time, they're like, please spell your name using the keypad. And I'm like, I'm trying to hold the door closed with the – hold the phone with the other hand in an emergency. I don't have time to dial the keypad. <coughs> and all of a sudden, it dawned on me. And I was about – I'm like, should I run through the alley? Should I run to a neighbor's? But it's in the middle of the night. What if they don't answer? Or should I try 911 again? And you know what dawned on me? What? I think I should go on Instagram Live on our podcast page. I'm like, oh, yes. That's probably going to have better luck. Someone's going to be awake, and then I can ask them and everyone, please call 911. Here's my address. Sandoval's trying to kill me. And then I thought, as sick as it was, I thought, Holly's going to love this. I'm like, I need to call Holly. She's going to be like, oh my God, Sarah, this is going to be so big. Sandoval tried to kill you. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, that was very alarming. Waking, I was like, Whoa. but it was so real. And I had to convince myself when I woke up, you don't live there anymore. It's not real. Because it was so real. I was like, but yes, it is. Because this. And I was about to check my phone. I'm like, you don't live there anymore. And I'm like, Okay, why was it so realistic? I used to have um, like stress dreams about when I was like um, hostessing, and like it would be like a giant weight, and like I was trying to like solve the math math equation of how I was going to make everybody happy, and be, I was like, okay, one moment, sir, like we're clearing a table, and like it would happen in my, I would be so stressed out in my dreams that I'd have to wake up and like do that thing and like be like Holly. You're not at work. Like no one cares. There's no weight. Like are like you're insane. And um, yeah, yeah. You have to like talk yourself down. It's like you're. It, Tom Sandoval isn't here. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's sick. I can't believe I was thinking about Instagram Live because like we never do lives anyway. So I'm like, you guys, if we do a live, like it's an emergency. <laughs> yeah, we're not crying up. Like that's how Holly and I, and also Michaela, we know if we get a phone call, we're like, oh shit, yeah. pick up. Yeah, it's something. <laughs> so same goes with the Instagram lives. Please help me not die. <laughs> that's hilarious. Now, now the next live, everyone's gonna be like, oh my god, shit. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're like, touch your right eye if you're in danger. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Well, we will probably have some Instagram lives coming up. We're going to Sheena's live podcast. <coughs> Anyone in LA want to go to that? Um, go get your tickets before they sell it because it is the Bourbon Room again. You know, as we saw Sandoval there, and we did have an experience there. It ended up good, but just saying, could could go either way. Um, but go get your tickets so we can like party before or after. What that was the twenty seventh. Yeah. What day is that? Sunday. <sighs> Because we agreed to keep our entire month free. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, that's good for you, right? Yeah, yeah, that's getting close to my B-Day and Lala's. Sunday. Well, they got to still be filming at that point. Yeah. So my guess is because they've always sh- like given Sheena the shaft as far as covering her other activities, like you know her shows, her podcasts, this is their bone to her. Like, here you go. We'll feature your podcast. 
Um, or maybe they're going to do a podcast and like talk about some of the things that they still never released. Yeah. Like where are all those podcasts that they all released that they said, we swear we'll release them as soon as the reunion's over. Never happened. Yeah. And I did listen to the Howie Lala one and yeah, it was super boring. Nothing. Very short. So like the whole podcast is under an hour, but the first 30 minutes is her and Jess and Easton. Oh yeah. It's, it's very short. So, okay. A a lot of you guys um, have been wanting us to talk about the, Graham situation we did touch on it the other night on Wednesday night's podcast and then I touched on it a little bit on my BravoCon tips um, again let us know if you're going to BravoCon because we are planning a meetup first two so let us know either DM us or email us or put it in the Facebook group or the Patreon group um, so okay the latest and greatest so Graham so did you see the pictures of Someone did even a time outline, too. I think it was glorified Gossip Girl um, or a source that sent it to her. You know, or TMZ. I don't know. They're all, everyone's rewriting everyone's shit. Um, Of Nicolene walking Graham. It was like, at 3.40, Nicolene was walking Graham while Lisa had, like, Puffy or whatever dog she had with her. And then at 3.53... There was a picture of James, like, being reunited with Graham. So, like, it does sound like Lisa and Nick surprised James with Graham. And also, remember he flew up there with them? Remember that the little TikTok at the airport they did? Mm-hmm. But now he and Allie are driving home, which makes sense because they have Graham. Yeah. And they don't want to... Yeah. So do you think... So it does kind of seem like... I don't know. Do you think that's when he first got him? Because then they're like, oh, he's had him in training school. Like, what do you think? Um, From what I heard, Lisa had the dog, like, days before everyone arrived. Because some people, she was walking with him, like, at the restaurant. And some fans saw Lisa. And they made a comment. And they're like, that looks like Graham. And um and Lisa and Ken just sta- like looked off the other way and like stayed coy and like changed the subject. Um, this is in L.A. No, this is in Tahoe. Okay. So they Graham was there with Lisa. Someone said it looks like Graham. She like changed the subject, and then all of the Graham info came out like days later. So I have a feeling they had Graham. And that, yeah, and then they did, like, the, the big scene with James, you know, when he arrived. That's a lot to put a dog through just for, like, surprise scene. They couldn't have surprised him in L.A.? Instead, you got to make this dog get on, like, a, a flight? Well, like, I'm thinking if the dog isn't, he's too big for your regular under the seat. He's probably not certified as a service dog. Because if he was, they probably would have flown back. Yeah. So did Lisa either put him, maybe she flew a private jet to Tahoe? Maybe, yeah. But the, that's rude. She could have asked the cast to join her. Um, private jet, or she put Graham underneath with the luggage? I don't, I, this whole, first of all, like, ju- I was not expecting this. I, I think, 
I, I cannot for the life of me figure out like what happened because I, I just I can't see that Raquel would put her dog in a shelter after everything of her taking Graham everywhere and doing everything with Graham. I, I just don't see it. Um, I I don't know. The whole thing is like it's weird. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're really exploiting the whole thing. And like, let's say that something did happen. Let's say, I don't know. Let's say that Raquel's like, I like mentally can't take care of the dog. Like I, there, I like, is that cool to exploit that? And then like, like everyone already hates her more than anyone on the cast. Everyone hates her. She's stupid. Everything. Now they're saying she gave up her dog. Like how much Dumped more, can, how much more can she take, dude? Like dumped it at a shelter. Yeah, I kind of, that's what I was bringing up. I'm like, I don't know yet what happened. If she dropped it at a shelter, that's horrible, especially when we're all like, okay, maybe she's done some real work on herself. And then this comes out. Yeah, it's there's, like, what? It she erases has, all. She has enough family that someone would have taken her dog, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and so. And they could have put her put the dog through training school. But I do, I do feel like, um. And and the whole like dog through training school thing, that's all from Ariana, who was like very pissed off at the time. If someone would have said something, uh, I mean, and I know there's been other sources saying that Graham was like a wild dog too, but like, do you know how mad you would be if someone like shit talked your animal? Like, it's like Raquel's having to stay quiet like a lot. And it, I, I just like, it's just making me like, I feel uneasy. Like, when I think about the whole subject, I it just, it hurts my stomach because. I saw Graham multiple times in public and was like, I have pictures of my girls standing next to Graham with Graham. I mean, he was like always there. He never like, and my kid, my Daisy is like terrified of animals because she has been bitten before and he never bit them. So I don't know. I just, the whole thing is just weird. Hmm. Yeah. I hope it's not an exploitative thing. Yeah, and and I I feel this is like this is like my one theory that I feel like could work. There are some dogs like I've had friends that have dogs like this that like they they they're really good at escaping places. And let's say that she boarded the dog. You know, maybe her parents were traveling or like something was happening, so she had the dog boarded. And if it ran away, that the first thing that anyone does when they find a dog is like the people on Facebook go, "Did you take it to a vet to see if it's chipped?" So let's say that the dog ran away, not even in Raquel's care. They take it somewhere. They see that it's chipped to Raquel and James. They happen. This is all what TMZ is saying. They call Lisa. Lisa is, you know, goes uh, yeah. and gets the dog or what? You know, like I'm just saying. Yeah. There's the, the reason a dog is at a shelter doesn't have to be that it was abandoned. It could be that it was. Lo- I don't know. They're, they're yeah. Just, rescued and then placed there until they could find. The yeah. Owner. It just seems like there's like some some question marks but like I was texting Sarah I was like this could not be like a better storyline for Lisa because it involves all of her favorite things you know it, it's a, a poor animal that was not trained properly and then gone you know going to a kill shelter that her Vanderpump dogs rescues reunites with James who just bought a house and now has a yard to be rehoused with it like it's just like oh my god she's helping broken bird raquel with her mental issues she's like she's not mentally equipped to care for anyone not even herself yeah 
So she, yeah. in her mind, she's helping Raquel too. I just like I wasn't. Ex- I was definitely expecting. I I thought that the the Graham thing was a perfect way to somehow like so, for some reason he was at Tahoe. James reunites with Graham, and then Raquel would walk in and say like, "Thanks for watching him. Like he got out, and like I had like." I, you know, thank you so much. And he's going to be like, no, like, can he live with me for a, I thought there was going to be like some kind of scene, but it's not. Well, that's why I'm confused why they did it in Tahoe, because there appears to be no reason. So they've had this dog travel for no reason. And maybe the dog's fine with traveling, but you know, most pets get a little anxious, right? Or, or it's torture. Um, So I don't know if they did unnecessary travel or if that's where the dog landed. Um, but yeah, I thought like one of the things you brought up was that maybe Lisa and Raquel met and she gave the dog to Lisa to give to James. But I don't did you see that article with Alex Baskin? The, yeah, we have like, we have no proof of that. So I'm thinking that he said they're yeah. still negotiating, that there is no contract, they're still negotiating with Raquel. So let's say let's say that that's true. Let's say they're still negotiating with Raquel. Raquel is has no, like she's still in Arizona and let's say that everything is true that TMZ said so her dog has now been picked up from a shelter taken to Tahoe and is filming while she is still dealing and negotiating like wouldn't you be pissed yeah <laughs> like it, it's kind of ridiculous that's why like Ocean can't film because Randall can't film right yeah yeah, you always, you always take it out on. Well, I'm just saying, like, like imagine seeing all these articles about your dog and what a bad person yeah. you are, and you're literally sitting there going, "What the hell? Like, I didn't even orchestrate this whole thing." Exactly. Yeah, it would be frustrating. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, so who knows, like, what the truth is? But I just, I can't see if I was like Raquel's family and trying to manage her image and and like protect her mental health. I definitely wouldn't be sending Graham to James it, like I would make sure like I, gonna, yeah. I, I'd be like I will take care of the dog like I've got you and well, and she's probably pretty fragile right now and could use the companionship like that doesn't like that would be heartbreaking his family hates James and this family's the one that gave her the dog anyway so you would think they like dogs if they're gonna give a dog you know like so I, I can't see your family giving the dog to James, but yeah, that would be shitty because you know that it's going to end up on the show then, and that would be twisting the knife. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm just like, damn. Huh. But like, shout out once again to Vanderpump Rules for surprising me. Like I, I, I thought that we had this all mapped out. That the Graham thing, I was like, interesting, like an interesting way to bring Raquel in. And then they didn't even bring Raquel in. Um, when I worked at in LA, when I managed that big condo building, there was a like a pet agent that lived in one of the, the units. And that's what he did was he managed dogs that, you know, worked um, in films and stuff. But this probably falls under to the reality TV thing. So dogs don't need a contract. <laughs> oh, you, you know how like everyone's like, oh yeah. no, like they're they're not they're not part of that, so it's fine. <laughs> it's reality dog, you know. Yeah, that's true. Well, as far as being mapped out, also in that uh, article interview in the Hollywood Reporter with Alex Baskin, he said very much the opposite. He has no idea what to expect. Um. They're just kind of, you know, seeing what unfolds. But he did say, he's like, 
yeah, it'll be, it'll come out in six months. He's like, it's good to make the audience miss you a little bit. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> not six months. It's too long. Yeah. <laughs> but what, where does that put us? So I guess, okay, August, September, October, November, December. Well, I guess it's what we expected. Yeah, January. it's pretty normal. Okay, fine. Um, and then he was asked about Sandoval and Ariana, you know, is she refusing? And he's like, look, there's no ultimatums here. He's like, you can't force someone to do something. He's like, but, you know, honestly, I don't know how realistic this is or really kind of like how valid the argument is. He's like, considering they still live in the same house. I'm like, you slay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is a good and, point. And I also feel like that's where the, those Lala and Stassi comments slipped out on, on the podcast was because yeah. they're they're feeling bitter about that because nothing has changed. There are still all these lines in the sand and all these things, but they're still living together. Like, bottom line, they're sharing a home. Like Lala's basically A giant home. I felt in danger for my safety, my child's safety, whereas you're just... You know, you, and you have, like, your friends mediate for you. Yeah. And now you have the money to move out. It's not like, you know, you're Tom and Kristen and neither one of you can afford to move out. It's like, you have the money Yeah. now <laughs> after all these ads. But also, why should she be the one that has to leave, you know? Yeah. I also, I also find it strange... I think that the the cast is like definitely going to have to deal with this. Like the the picture of the whole cast filming with Tom and the fans kind of being outraged about it, and then even Erica piping in to try to defend Sheena. Um, I think we're definitely going to deal with like fan backlash until everyone kind of comes to terms with like how this group is going to work and how you know. And probably seeing, like, Ariana's response to things. I think that we're, until everyone kind of gets a little bit of closure on that, it's going to be rough for them to film. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, there's people that are like, we don't want him back, but he's an OG. And then also, if we didn't have him and Raquel back, what's the season about? Everyone t- being teamwork, everyone, we're all getting along great. Like, you know, what's the season about? So Making turkey that- sandwiches. <laughs> exactly and so who's he there's no show unless he is involved in some filming with people other than just schwartz you know unless they're going to show a lot of arguing with greg there's really not much they can do and so it's not really the cast decision and yes yeah, we already said this with the sheena thing like that's just where she landed in the photo she said on her ig with lala she's like even my hand was, like, clenched, like, in a fist. Oh, I thought you couldn't make a fist. That's the first thing I thought. <laughs> Behind his back, like, you know, normally you'd have, like, your fingers on someone's back. But no, she didn't do that. She clenched them because I guess she could make a fist now. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I, I think I I, I think what that. happened, yeah, I think what happened was Sheena and all of the cast members that aren't Ariana kind of overpromised their hatred for Sandoval and their refusal to film. And it kind of shot them in the foot because obviously they are going to have to film. This isn't exactly their 
fight you know like obviously they're defending their friend but they do still have a job to do so to kind of take that hard angle maybe wasn't the smartest um i think they should have left it more open-ended with like you know like we're not either like we're not ready to talk or like it's too raw still you know like something that wasn't so final i think people are calling them out on that because of the things they've said themselves you know yeah i mean and let's look at it like everyone refused to film with Kristen, and so they had to bring in rachel o'brien but then like one season Jack's caved. He's like, well, I'm not going to leave her hanging out there. She's an OG. And then one year Sandoval fought for Kristen and her pay and like, let's get, get everyone together and we'll have her in every scene. You know what I mean? Like, so they've all done it for each other. I don't know. It's just not realistic, I guess. And you can't hold others back from, um, yeah, it, you're affecting their pay. As Lala says, how triggered she was with Schwartz, he brought up my beauty line and that's what supports my child and it's going to send my child to college and you're messing with my business it's like well by telling everyone they can't film you know there that's your paycheck too yeah that's your business that's your core business you know yeah i don't know well i mean wasn't ariana at she she did film with him technically yeah that's sir i don't know i i i guess I'm just hoping that it doesn't, like, continue like this where, like, the fans lash out and then they lash back at the fans. Like, I don't like when it gets like that. I I wish that they would, like, kind of be prepared for people to have strong reactions and just not comment because then yeah. it just doesn't make it as fun. And, like, they've been in this business for so long. And, and, like, they really have put us viewers through a lot. It's, like, just let us, like, kind of, like, we need to work, like, just like Sheena's working through it and, like, that's her job. Like, it's, like, if we don't view your show, that's our, our job is to view what's happening. You're putting it out there. And then to yell at us about it is, like, I, I don't know that that's the right thing to do either. Yeah. It's, like, do you want us to watch you or not? Because... Right. Um, like, we're, like, can we have fun with it? Or do we have to be like, well, you guys, she might not like what she's doing. Like, we can't, like, get inside. It's like, no, like, either, like, it's fun. Like, let us have fun, too. Like, the fans complaining about that, or about the Sandoval, like, Sheena thing, they're just supporting what you guys said at the reunion. Like, they're supporting you by, why, don't don't film with him don't shoot with him and so then like that ig live that sheena and lala did and lala's like what are you guys so stupid you're internet trolls you're so stupid exactly reality tv works oh we're not gonna say happy birthday to a fan and i'm like totally mocking fans and calling us all stupid it's not cool yeah you're right exactly and it's and and it's like in that same sentence, it's like, don't you know how reality TV works? Yeah. So you guys don't like him and you're filming with him. So it's you're like faking something to and and, and their excuses like we're doing it for Lisa. It's like, OK, but like we can comment on that. Like, I, I don't know. Like the whole thing yeah. of like, yeah, we're stupid. It was like, uh, OK. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there was comments. I didn't go and look at them that were like out of line that were like, 
Sheena's a backstabbing whore or something. Well, and I also thought thought it was, I get why Sheena lashed out. Was It was, why was everyone calling out her only? Like, there's a huge, like, everyone's standing there, but they're like, God damn it, Sheena, we knew you would do this. It's like, what, (laughs) like, literally, like, be mad at everyone. Like, just because, like, that's where she was positioned in the photos. I mean, that, I get why she got frustrated, but... Yeah. It, it exposed something that, like, I hoped wasn't true about how they feel about their fans and how they feel about reality TV that I didn't like. Yeah. That's it. It was an impromptu requ- request by a fan walking by. It was her birthday. Are they going to sit there and orchestrate? Okay, wait, where's Schwartz? We need Schwartz next to Sandoval and Sandoval on the end so that none of us have to touch him. No, they all were like, sure, and just gathered as they were probably right there on the spot, you know? It's not that it was for a fan. Yeah, but a, but but then like it also like to make another argument, there's tons of pictures from the the that those days, nights where he's there and they don't look tense at all. So to act like it was this one photo that like her hand was clenched behind her back, like is like there's tons of photos where they're all filming together and look very fine. Like, so I, to act like, Oh, this was just a one off. Like, no, you guys were there filming with them. Bottom line, you know, like it was, it happened. That's true. Oh, everything is like blown up so much bigger than it needs to be. Exactly. And it's like, it's, it, it like raises my blood pressure. Like I, I, I'm like, okay, like where do I stand on this argue? Every time something happens, it's like, where do I stand? I don't know. Like you have to dissect it and see like, cause I feel like the, the whole like fandom goes so quickly on one way. Like, like with this whole Graham thing, how dare she leave him at a shelter? What a shitty person. She can't even take care of herself. Da, 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 da. And it's like, hold on. Like we don't have the, like I'm not saying like, I no, like I will never be mad at Raquel. Like no, like what are the facts though? Like something it does, it's not adding up. Yeah, I want to hear the story on that, and I want to hear the story on the oh, boat in a Tahoe. Of, a lot of people what? are saying it's like the second Lucy, juicy apple, whatever the heck. Yeah, and that was like there was, it wasn't as cut and dry as you know Lisa made it. There was. Dorit still did the wrong thing. She should have returned it to where she, from where she got it. She shouldn't have given it to a, a friend who then brought it to a shelter, unbeknownst to Dorit, allegedly. Um, who knows? I mean, so I, I mean, I know they didn't get Graham from Vanderpump Dog, so I, I understand why Raquel wouldn't bring Graham to or, Vanderpump Dog. Or I have, like, another theory. This is really sad. Because um, I saw it, like, I, th- I think it was, like, in our group, but someone said, it's really challenging when you own a dog that, that bites, you know, because even if you train them or, you know, whatever, like, if it continues to happen, it's, ju- it's yeah. like, it's just stressful. So, stressful. so let's say You're that, liable yeah, let's just say that Graham happened to bite someone again. And, um, like they said, we're going to have to take the dog to evaluate it or something. And that's why it was at a shelter. And that's how Lisa got word of it. You know what I mean? Like, you'd never know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Could have been a lot of things. Yeah. Or they were threatening to sue. I know sometimes people, they're like, put your dog down or we're going to sue you. Or so maybe they were threatening to sue her parents or whomever. Someone, someone obviously got overwhelmed, you know. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but. I want to know what happened. So th- then the cast in Tahoe 
on the second day went on a boat everyone but sandoval so i want to see that scene of like we're all going on a boat and then like you can't come and then like schwartz is like oh which way do i go and then he ultimately abandons his friend and goes with the group (laughs) like is that what that scene's gonna be like or did sandoval have to like leave early because for what he's not part of schwartz and sandy's really he's not critical to tom tom he's well, not and, touring right now and after did he go um like rafting with um sandoval before or after the boat did you see that i didn't see that so no. yeah oh they, so it must have been after because is that a new story let me see. yeah they went um let's see he had joined the cast on the trip. Da, 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 da. Let's see. Yeah, and then they went like to this little like rafting place together, and that's when oh James and Allie are there too, and he wrote on his shirt like in response to Raquel's um, hat. He wrote, "Shoot, where's oh I am wording? I am fine. I am yeah I feel fine." Okay, I did see those. I didn't realize they were rafting. Huh. So. It looks like, you know, like a little inner tube park, like where maybe when it snows, like you go down when it's snowing, but it, they're kind of just going down like a little like tarp. Oh. It's like a little track. Oh, okay. Oh, and I see Sheena too. That's so, their team building exercise I told you they were going to film. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> the team building exercise. It's It's probably like, what's that thing in track where you like pass the baton yeah uh, uh relays yeah a relay i'm sure there's some kind of relay situation happening to build the teamwork up <laughs> okay anything uh, so it does turn out okay ariana was in la with katie and chef penny they were there they stayed back to hire some staff for something about her. So I guess they're planning on this patio demolition and repair to happen quite quickly. Yeah. I I might be taking a drive down there on Sunday. So if I do, I'm absolutely going to swoop by and get you guys an update of what it looks like and what's happening. Yeah. I'm dying to see. Well, and we have to pay close attention to Tuesday. Yeah. And okay. Anything else? That has developed in the last 24 hours. Uh, no, I think that's it for right now. I mean, I like literally haven't checked this moment, but as of now, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, we're going to talk some OC, you guys. Yes. So, it starts out Gina telling Emily that Heather better come correct, or I just can't get her. I just need to talk Minnesota, and then I'll get it. She better come correct or Gina won't be her friend anymore. Like, okay, that's bold. Good luck with that. Heather takes criticism very well. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Then Tamara and Emily, is this when they're at the salon? They're talking about how condescending Heather could come across. Uh, But then Emily, like, straight up tells Heather to her face. (laughs) And you can see the look on Heather's face. She's not taking this well. And Emily's like, well, maybe you're just not self-aware how... She's like, I've never met someone so unaware about how unaware they are. And that's probably it. Like, she thinks she's so developed and aware, but she's so not. 
you know, she's so still in her bubble of, look at people really do shovel shit. How cute. I, I feel like I'm going on such a, a journey with Heather, like, like, in parts of this episode specifically, and I've, it's been like this the whole season, I'm like, oh my god, she's so, like, I can't, like, I can't listen to her, like, she's such a bitch, she thinks she's so much better than everyone, and then, like, I'll see her trying to, like, self-reflect and trying to fit in, and I feel kind of bad for her, yeah. so it's like, it's like both things, and I, I kind of feel, you know, like, when... This is, like, always very satisfying for, like, Sarah and I. But, like, sometimes Sarah and I will say something about a certain person. Like, we'll notice something. We're like, that's, like, really annoying and weird. Like, we'll, like, just say it to each other. And then when people start catching on to it, like, we'll look at each other and be like, yeah. Like, like it feels good, like, when everyone else starts kind of noticing it. But then there's, like, a point where that person becomes, like, the kind of, like, to eat like it's like they're almost too weak to even pick on and then I don't like it yeah like I don't know it's like I feel like Heather is like for sure the target and the the clips they keep replaying about her shoveling the shit like it's so horrifying and then it takes you right back to being mad at her so I I don't know yeah the only thing like you can tell in her eyes sometimes and that's when you feel bad but then when she answers, she answers so correctly. It's like it almost comes off as fake because she's answering like textbook. Here's what a therapist should say you should say. Yes. But she's like, I hear you. I receive that. And I will work on that. Like that's so t- – is that really how you answer someone? It's how you're supposed to. But not really. You're like, okay, I get what you're saying, but I, I'm not coming from that place. I disagree my perspective. You know, like you start – rambling more or you're not just not that clear and concise so that's where it comes across is a little disgenuous but oh my god wait we have breaking news for vanderpump rules um uh e wait what is this et online just came out and said that rachel rachel levis's mom shows bite mark explains how graham ended up with james kennedy he bit me to the bone it was the mom dude Oh, can you see the bite mark? Let me see. It's like a stupid. I hate when they do these like video. I don't want to watch a video. Like I just want to say, I just want to see. Um. Oh my gosh. Uh, let's see. I'm just gonna. I'll just read the article really quick. Raquel, uh, Rachel and her mother Laura did everything they could for dog Graham Cracker, whom Vanderpump Rules star once shared with James. Laura tells ET the family went above and beyond to find Graham the top rehab center, even after he bit her so badly the finger uh, in the finger that she suffered nerve damage. News reports and social media suggested Levis dropped Graham off at the shelter, but her mother Laura tells ET that's simply not true. Rachel put Graham into behavior classes after breaking up with James because he had bitten several people. When Rachel went into the mental health facility, she asked us to care for Graham, as we have many times before. While caring for him, he bit me to the bone, causing severe damage. I saw two doctors for the wound that suggested he be euthanized. 
which we absolutely declined and sought out the best rehab center, California Doodle Rescue, that gave him a trainer with over 40 years of experience. After discussing with Rachel, we made the tough decision to drive Graham on May 20th to California Doodle Rescue so that he wasn't alone and delivered him directly to the trainer's home with a tearful goodbye, says Laura. She continues, well, the trainer... Well, with the trainer, Graham bit both her and her husband. They still worked with him more to get him to a place where he could be adopted. He was placed with a new owner and was returned within three days after also biting her. The rescue then reached out to Lisa Vanderpump for financial assistance to hire a different trainer. Lisa offered to adopt Graham, and he was picked up by Vanderpump Dog Rescue on July 13th. California Doodle Rescue was told that Vanderpump Dogs would either rehabilitate him or place him in a good home, or he could live on her property until his dying day. My daughter nor I ever dumped Graham and want nothing but the best for him. Wow. Wow. <sighs> so do, do you see what I mean, though, about, like, they tried to, like, take a step and then Lisa got involved and, like, like uh, just imagine that, like... Damn, dude. That would be really frustrating. That would be really... I mean, it's horrible. It is horrible. Yeah, what do you do? I don't know. I mean, I had a friend. You know her. Um, She had a couple dogs, and they... You know this story. And they were chained up, and their, their chains got tied up, and all, like, whatever, bundled together, and the dog ate the other dog's arm off to get free and ever since then that dog that ate the other dog's arm he bit her son he bit Lauren he bit me he bit the landscaper he bit the uh, guy that raised him like just you just can't stop and you know a couple of the people were gonna sue but they you know I think he was finally forced down by because he just kept biting people that, um, i i just like that's heartbreaking it, it's like I, I i it's heartbreaking like all around i i i don't but I this don't was know. yeah this was like i know people get really defensive this is because they aren't trained properly this was a certain breed of dog i'm not even gonna say it because people are gonna jump all over me i don't know are are labradoodles or golden doodles i i thought everyone's like they're so like they have the lab personality and they're so mm, I, I i've been reading a lot about that since people have been commenting on this and apparently they do have like a little bit of like a, a biting gene in them or so yeah um oh shoot i'm worried about those cats <laughs> i know uh, and I'm just I, like, and it's just heartbreaking for the dog to have to like uh, something's wrong that it's feeling the need to to bite. You know what I mean? Like that's poor Graham. Yeah. Graham well, is probably and like I like I'm kind of like of t- Graham has been through a lot. You know, like it's probably been a lot on that dog. So I hope a lot that of changes. Yeah. yeah. So I I really I I hope that this is good for Graham that him, you know, him and Allie seem like, you know, they will like, like they'll walk him all the time. You know what I mean? They just seem like they'll be good at it. Yeah. Wow. Well, there we go. I mean, it's actually like a very nice story for Raquel. Like if you can like look at the positive side of it, like she'll get to see Graham again, maybe, you know, like I'm sure James would allow her to like come visit sometime. You know what I mean? Like, 
to have to drop your dog with a trainer in California that and you don't even know how it's going and he bites both of the trainers like I would be really worried that how that was going to end yeah wow I heard the BravoCon tickets are they're already waitlisted oh my god that's crazy but you know they'll come out with single day passes and then yeah. we'll, hopefully Wow, that's crazy. See, hopefully you guys listened to my tips and you would have known to jump right on at 9 a.m. and to keep trying. Oh, man. Okay, so back to OC. Yes. So then we go... Oh, we go over to one of your favorite scenes. Another kitchen scene with Shannon and John. You know, we've spent several years with them opening the oven, blowing smoke out of the oven, going, woof. Um, now they're opening refrigerators and things are dropping out and Shannon's going, woof. And he's like, maybe open it more slowly, Shannon. <laughs> like if that was, ugh. do you know how many times like I, I have like, I've cleaned my house like very, like we're having people over. I know that, that like it was just them, but like they're filming, which I feel like would be like a little more stressful. Like I'd want my house to look good. Um, like, I'll have everything nice and organized, and Chad will decide to, like, open a cabinet that, like, is so far out of reach that, like, I didn't clean, and something will fall out of it. And I'm like, Chad, shut that cabinet. Like, I like when she kept jerking the fridge, I was like, Shannon, like, how, like, how many times is something going to fall out? <laughs> they needed, you know, their little hijinks. That's their storyline of something quirky and funny happening in the kitchen, and you know, she's very particular about her kitchens, as we've seen. And she's so, like, she's like, are you going to, have you used that grill in a while? Hmm. Where's the <laughs> olive oil? You know, it's like, oh my gosh. It's like, do you ever go to your boyfriend's house? Yeah. Which is um, very nice, by the way. Like, I, I would yeah. love to hang out there. Yeah. How, how busy. So she has all these different projects. Like, I don't know what these projects are. Maybe you should be promoting them because... We are your demographic. We are your buyer demographic. I'm the only person I know that bought Real for Real, and we don't know. So maybe you should do a better job of letting us know what your other projects are, because we only know of the one. And I can't imagine she's that crazy busy, can't shut her mind off at night over Real for Real. Is it like that big? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Like, who's I, taking this? I kind of assumed that, like, she is stressed out about, like, her filming schedule and, like, all the things she needs to do and to prepare. And then on top of that, like, whatever the girls need. Like, I, I just thought it, it was, like, kind of like her schedule. But, yeah, yeah. She, she was acting like it was bigger than that. She probably has. She probably needs, like, three days a week to go shop for more Spanx since that's her other oh, shtick. I, scre I screamed when, when she did her Spanx thing again. Every episode. Thanks, thanks, thanks. She really needs to get a commission. Yeah. So, kind of boring scene. We go over to Debbie Rebel Yoga. Um, she kind of contradicts herself because she's like, Will and I own this together. And then she says, no, I financially support myself off of this. This is my own thing. And it's like, well, it's his too. But do you think she really financially supports herself in the lifestyle that she lives off of her yoga place because like Corona Del Mar rent is very expensive. 
Yeah, and even if, like, your membership is, like, through the roof, like, I still don't think that that could afford you the lifestyle of that, that she lives. Yeah, because, you know, my two um, Pilates studios, studio owners, they have three studios, and they're not living, like, that lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't. She, I, I mean, I think she's she's paying for her own shopping or something. I'm sure Will is still paying for the house or, you know, she's probably getting a stipend of, yeah, whether it's child support or alimony, but you know, like 20 grand a month kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Who knows though? I'm just speculating. Just seems hard to make a, I don't know. Off of, and it's pretty new too. Cause she's, it's a new studio. Yeah. And you usually don't break even on those things for a while. Well, and it's hard work. Like, I, I just, I just, like, kind of doubt that, like, she's really, like, that she's, like, how she was, like, folding up the little, like, cool washcloths. It's, like, do you know, like, it's, it's like, not um, glamorous to, like, really work your business. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then Gina comes. I mean, they had a nice conversation, and that went well, and finally Gina's letting it go. And I think Jen, what's nice about her is she's so, like, amenable and like I don't know she listens she doesn't fly off the handle but she still stands up for herself but then she understands I don't know so we'll see how long that lasts because I don't think it does yeah I don't think she's gonna burst is what's gonna happen yeah okay another scene of this of Emily trashing her mom like I love Emily this season but we're doing it again we're trashing your mom like publicly and she's like you know i just thought she was she's basically saying her mom was lazy because she slept a lot because she was depressed over the divorce like don't exactly don't embarrass her or throw your mom under the bus like that and shame her publicly because she had a tough time with her divorce she doesn't have the same platform you have to defend herself or explain her perspective or experience you were a a kid so this is according to your perspective and again she has to throw out there no one woke us up my sister and i had to wake ourselves up my sister and i had to walk ourselves to the bus it's like yeah so i um I was telling the girls that uh, we've been, like, super busy with, like, their social calendar. You know, like, last night we we saw the Barbie movie. Um, and before we went, I was like, you guys, I have to watch the OC Housewives because I need to podcast on it. And, and Ronnie is like, ooh, I'll watch that with you. It was funny last week. She thought it was really funny when they were whitewater rafting and the guys junk showing. Like, she thought that was hilarious. So she was, like, excited for an episode like that. So when I turned it on this week and she was sitting there with me, she was like, Mom, what's happening? Like, during the Emily scene, because um, she, like, didn't, like, because they were flashing back to, like, the photos and stuff. And I was like, oh, Ronnie, she's talking about, her mom, and then how uh, her daughter was confused about, you know, when she showed the picture, she's like, that's great, Grandma. So Ronnie's like, what's that? What is it? And so I had to, like, explain to her, you know, like, oh, like, she doesn't really talk to her mom. They're trying to, like, repair things. But it's, her questioning, I thought, was very valid because it's confusing. On one hand, she wants this relationship with her mom. So, yeah. You know, as an as an adult, you kind of get that. But I, it's it is so childlike, the recollection that she has of everything. And um, being an adult now, you think just like you said that she'd be able to kind of put herself 
in that situation um, and realize that, like, like she kind of said, like, everyone's doing the best they can, like, in the moment. And, like, sometimes you just have to move forward. And um, and her mom was so sweet on the phone and everything. Like, I, I it was just, it was really hard to watch. I mean, I'm sure, like, A, just depressed over divorce is enough. But I think she had to work a lot because now she's a single mother. And back then, they didn't enforce child support. So, Maybe she was also just tired too, and you know, you know, it's hard to. Well, and you know, like when you're a kid, and, and like, like, yeah. um, and you're looking, you're wondering why your mom is being quiet, or like, I have like thoughts about my own family that, like, I'm sure, like, actually, I'll say that, like, I'll talk about something, I'll be like, remember when this happened, and like, parents loved it. They're like, that's not what happened. That's not you're. That's not even true. And it's like, that's literally my memory. So like, yeah. how dare you question like how I felt? And like, it's it's not anyone's job to question how you felt. So Emily is like fully allowed to feel like that. But it is a bizarre choice to do it on camera and break down the way she is. Yeah. Um, I, like I, I wish getting she was real specific. Too. I, yeah, and I just kind of wish she was doing this with a therapist because I think it's good that she's getting it out, but it's confusing how it's coming out on screen yes. because it's not the full story. That's a good idea because then you can't shame her. Like she's working through it through therapy instead of she's bashing her mom in her confessional. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can see even Shane like when she started breaking down in the kitchen just about saying that she wanted to invite her like he's like you can tell he's supportive because he can see how hurt and broken down she is about it so he's like of course like invite her like he's trying to keep it casual so she doesn't get emotional but um she's just you know he's just looking at her like oh my this is way bigger than she thinks you know like it's 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 big for her yeah definitely um, well, I was surprised at this next scene of Shannon shopping consignment. Uh, <laughs> of uh, course, when the producer shaded her and asked her, oh, is what you're wearing now the consignment to or off cast? <laughs> that was, and you know, it was like, like a fast $3, fashion. $3,500. Yeah. <laughs> $3, yeah. $3,500 blazer for a yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, reduce off-gassing. I guess that makes sense because, you know, fabric gets dyed and goes through those industrial Ro- machines, you know. So, like, Ronnie's friends, um, like, because, like, that we're always looking for, like, it's always a new costume she has to have, right? It's like, oh, she's yeah. singing this song. What is she going to wear? And it's like, um, like, she has a huge competition next week. And I thought I was, like, being, like, super calm. I'm like, I'm not going to. I'm just going to, like, she's going to wear what she has. Like, I'm going to save money. And then, like, little by little, like, they're like, order this costume. She needs these shorts, this, that. And all of her friends right now are, like, super into thrifting. And so there's, like, some stores around here that are, like, very hip. So I tried it. I tried to go. And even when I was in high school, I just, I never got on board. Like, I I have a really hard time with it. And I know that sounds so snobby. Like, and I'm not snobby at all, but... um, yeah, I did. It was like senior year. We were all getting. It was kind of like our emo version, right? And it, there was this trend of like it was like men's silk pajama pants. So we'd go to like you know the places, and I just always felt weird, and the places smelled. Yes, dank, it's just, yes. And then I felt weird wearing the pants. I don't know. I've always felt that way, and like 
I'll have people tell me, no, you got to go here. I got this here. And their stuff looks great. No, I love like, it. I love, yeah. like, I, I love, like, it's nothing. It's, I, it's like a personal, I think it's like a personal, it's like also why I don't like hugging and stuff like that. It's just, yeah. I think of like how I am and how I am in my clothes and I don't want to wear anyone else's. Like, I'm sorry, but like sometimes I sweat into my shirt. I don't want to wear someone else's sweat. And and like people are like, oh, just throw it in the dryer with a wash or a dryer sheet, and like it's good as new. I'm like, I I'm I can't I can't do it. Like I've sold to Plato's Closet, but I've never purchased from Plato's Closet. Same. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I'm always like when someone's like, "Oh my god, I found this at the thrift store." I'm like, "Are you kidding?" Like it's like adorable, you know. And so I, I have gone, I've tried, and yeah, I, I maybe I just haven't found the right thing yet. I am a little surprised they're at a secondhand store, and also it's small. That you got, they got a small Louis Vuitton bag at a secondhand for. And it was still three thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. So just to clear <laughs> up where that is, it's you know where it is. It's like you, it's right. It's a prominent store that has been there forever in Corona Del Mar, and mm-hmm. that is like a secondhand store. You guys are probably thinking of like Goodwill or like a cute little store that smells the way Sarah just described. This is not. This is high end designer consignment. Yeah. It's consignment. Like it is different. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they, they don't take anything from, like, Abercrombie. I know, because I was trying to, when I, this was before Poshmark and stuff like that, and I, like, had all these clothes, and also, there was a place like that in Huntington, I was gonna go there, and then I, I just, I guess they don't want Old Navy, they don't want Target, Exhilaration brand is not, like, a hot ticket item, so they want your Tiffany and your Gucci, and, you know. yeah. You know, so, um, ever, up on like, Poshmark it went. <laughs> I tried to sell stuff on Poshmark, and it's like the 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 person who is the best at selling clothes is like we will have a garage sale, and like Chad will sell the hell out of clothes, like for just as much as you could get at those other places. Like he's really good at bargaining with the clothes. Oh my god! I swear to God, every day is leaf blower day. Like, seriously, they were just here yesterday. Oh my gosh, at my parents' house, you know, they have a pool, and so we were in the backyard, and the, like, on the, like, right behind them, someone is, like, tearing down their house and building a a two-story house, and Ron and Diane are so upset, because now someone's going to be looking into their pool, and, um, but besides that, like, I guess from, like, 7 a.m., which is, you know, the legal time to start until the legal time to end, they've been running this machine that's, like, like oh it's, my God. it's it's louder than a leaf blower and it does not like it's it's I was there the other day and it was like 12 hours of that like so finally my dad like he was like he yelled over and he's like that's enough like he, <laughs> and they stopped they I guess they took like a little break and then they started again but I'm like dad I was just about to yell out I'm podcasting yeah. <laughs> I actually did I did that though in Huntington when my neighbors moved in and they renovated, you know, um, the ones to the right. Remember, it was like an older couple and then yes. a young, fresh couple moved yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And so they did a bunch of renovations. Well, but one day, it was and it was a Saturday, um, Saturday or Sunday, they started like 6 a.m. And I know that's not fucking legal. And, you know, me and, you know, Julia's voice, how that carries, um, you know, she doesn't hold back. God damn it. And I was 
so irritated that I was doing it too. And <laughs> later on, the the wife comes over with a bottle of wine and she's like, I'm really, and she is not friendly. Like he was super friendly. I was friends with him, but she was always bitchy. And she came over with the bottle of wine. She's like, I'm really sorry. They weren't supposed to start that early. And I was like, what? Oh no, it's fine. I'm, I totally puss out. And I'm like, Oh no, no, that's not necessary. Thank you though. And I'm like, she heard us. Yeah. Very clearly. And then I, I mean, I, I feel like that's the nice thing to do, like before you start, you know, and say, look, I'm so sorry, but they're going to be, it's going to be annoying for like three weeks. I hope here's a bottle of wine. Hope you can hang in there. And then, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. I, I don't know. Especially before, because then you're prepared. Like they say that when traveling with kids and stuff to go around and, and pass out little goodie bags to yeah. like the people right by you. Yeah. Yeah. And that way people are going to, they're, they're going to feel like an asshole then if they're like, ah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Let's like nip the problem before it happens. Yes. Yes. Um, so yeah. What did you, I can't believe it was that much. And that like, she just, oh, they just spent two weeks in Paris shopping like crazy. So you're going to, I mean, I guess it's that competitiveness though. When you're divorced, you have to like buy your kids something nice after David just spoiled them, right? So that's probably why she that's kind of That's kind of like the the feeling Disneyland that I got. Dad. Yeah. And yeah. I'm thinking that, like, Shannon knows the value of, like, a Louis Vuitton, and maybe it was a good deal, you know, and she knew that, and that it would kind of hold its value. I don't know. That's true. So they want to go to USC or NYU. Love that. Love um, those choices. <laughs> Does Mikey know Logan, the Duffy Boat guy? No, I was going to – I'll text him. Um, but <laughs> but holy hell, that Duffy was so tiny, dude. I was, fl- I was like, getting anxiety watching them all sit in that boat. In heels. Okay, and I've never seen Heather struggle so much than I did when she was – did you see her walking down that ramp? I was dying. <laughs> it was like – They're all in stilettos or platforms on the – and just you know, pl- you're going to be walking on a dock and then getting into a boat where you're going to be like, Rrr. yeah. And do you, like they're all wearing like little mini dresses. Do you want to sit there with like your <laughs> legs like flashing and like, you know, you, you're like they're going to be touching everyone else's legs. Yeah. Yeah. And then t- t- camera shots. Yeah. That like, didn't look like I would have said like dress nautical or something like, like wear some stripes. I don't know. Like like let's get be comfortable, ladies. But then they're going to Nobu, so that's they want to like yeah show up. Hmm. All right, so then Emily says she's going to have a pool party, and <laughs> instantly they're all like, "What? What do you mean? Gross! A pool party? <laughs> they're like, you mean a cover-up party?" And I thought, this is. I mean, I applaud them for all being honest, saying none of them are going to get into swimsuits. But it's also it's like they did that in Beverly Hills. Remember Lisa and Kyle never gets you know they always have cover-ups and i'm like this is so sad because all of you women have great very fit bodies and the it fact is, that you won't it's it, a bad example it really is it it yeah it was just when they said that i was like that's a bummer and then i was thinking should she maybe have said like everyone like bring the kids like they can like i'm gonna have like water stuff for them you know and, and i'm gonna barbecue like would that have made it more comfortable i don't know like if you told me if you're like Holly, like, come down. Like, we're gonna have like a um, a swim party at my pool. Everyone's coming. Like, wear your bikini. I would be like, I, I probably, I might have made a comment like, what? Like, I'll wear a rash guard or something. <laughs> like, I don't know. 
Yeah, but they did this last year with their beach or with the, you know, and everyone came in like full clothing. I'm like, yeah, it's not comfortable. Um, so this is when we feature Shannon Spanks again every I, week. I mean, although I screamed at the TV because I knew that we were going to talk about it on the podcast, like it, it's funny to me. It's a funny bit to me. Um, and I'm still okay with it. <laughs> then the Duffy boat crashes into the dock, Holly style. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they, I wish I crashed like that. So they, um, they're at like one of Ronnie's favorite locations. Um, that's where they have all of her like preppy stores that are like so out of my budget. Like I had to like save and save to get her these stupid pajamas she wanted from Roller Rabbit. Um, it's a super cute little Lido Island area. They have like a Stony Clover, Roller Rabbit, some other store she likes to. Oh, um, what is it called? I don't know. It's very like lacy. Um, I forget the name of it. You but, guys might remember Lido Island. Polly and I podcasted there. I stayed at the Lido house. It's a like boutique hotel, which they filmed Housewives at before. There's a nice rooftop bar. But when Holly and I were podcasting, we could hear the couple next to us like they were a huge fight so it was really fun and you guys could hear it on the podcast so another podcast to go back to yes <laughs> totally anyways go on That's oh no i did so yeah yeah so it's like a really cute little um oh it's called um love shack fancy that's the other store that's like all the vibe and then obviously nobu is like a place that i've never been <laughs> i love that of course, and when Heather walks in, she's like, "Hi, hi, how are you?" Ugh. And you know, they're all like, "Who?" They're all like, "Chef Joe." They're like, "Who the hell is that?" And she she's did. Like, hi, good to see you again. And she did the same thing to. What's your name, Logan? Thank you, Logan. Yes. Uh, you know, it's like, oh God. One oh one, but yeah, she always does that when she walks into Javier's or Mastro's. It's like, hi, and they're like. Oh, remember when she had the champagne, Colette champagne, and Holly and I went to Mastro's, like the specific one she goes to on Newport Coast, <laughs> and we're like, we would like to try the Colette champagne, and they're like, what? We're like, it's Heather Dubrow's champagne, Just you, you sell it here. They're like, we've never heard of it. And we're like, so we have the guy go up, ask the sommelier, and then the, the restaurant manager, and they're like, oh, you know what? She keeps a couple bottles of it for herself that she just has here or something like that. We're like, well, we would like to try one of those bottles. Can you sell it to us? Yes. It was so funny because it was like all of them. See, see, like, like, had we known where we would be today, we would have filmed that whole thing and it would be like a vintage, amazing clip to share. Yes. And we did like it. Yeah, it was good. And the bottle was so effy. I still have. I guarantee you I have the bottle. We could never find it anywhere because I did want to buy it. It has like a giant daisy. It's so cute. It has like a white daisy on it and it says Colette. Like it's so Parisian looking and so cute. Yeah. And it was named after her youngest daughter that was just born, Coco, who is now Ace. So I guess that didn't work out too well for the brand. Maybe she'll come out with an Ace one. Yeah. That, That could like be like very, I could see like branding that as well. Yep. Um. Oh God. Okay. Does Max really need a feel better card from her mom's friends? Like, is okay. that you're uh, like a teenager? Okay. I moved. 
out of Minnesota away from my entire family at 18. I I really don't think I would have, like when I was homesick, getting a card from all my mom's friends was going to make me feel better. It would embarrass me. Like I would be like, you told all these people, like, why are you talking? Like you're using me as like your like conversation starter. Totally. Um, (laughs) This was like another like moment where I thought I was like, silently rooting for Heather and then when she did this I was like ah like I I feel like she is desperately like clasping her hands together saying please know that I am I look at like I'm going through something isn't this relatable my kid is having a hard time in college don't you guys feel sorry for me I'm staying up late and worrying about it like do you feel bad for me am I relate like it just it seemed so I, I don't even know. Like she's flying out there, and it's been what a week or two. But like, I think just saying that would have been like, like it got the point across to whip out a card to ask these. Like that, I thought that was like, I was like, oh, I don't like it. I don't you like it. She can be having a private conversation with like one or two of the ladies, and just say, yeah, she's struggling to adjust. I'm gonna go out there and just kind of, and then maybe leave it to the the other person. Let's just say it's Gina. She's like. You know, especially because Gina's younger. When I went away to college, like, I was crying. And so Gina could write her own personal little letter because she's close with her anyways. Or I felt like like maybe Shannon would have been a good one to have this convo with because her daughter went off to college already. Like, maybe, like, have – and Shannon can be like, oh, my God, it was so hard for – I forget her name. Um, Yeah. to write Mac. Yeah, like, um, if you want, like, I can have her text her, like, with that, and, like, maybe they could FaceTime, like, that would have been a more whatever, and then, and, and then, like, for argument purposes, if Shannon doesn't support her after that, then Shannon, then Heather could come back and be like, Shannon, like, I literally reached out to you about that my daughter was struggling, you said your daughter would help, and, like, you're still treating me like shit, you know what I, like, it would, at least she could, like, full circle it. Yeah. Heather, if you need more parenting advice, just hit us up, DM us, comment in the Facebook group. <laughs> and, and I like, I'm shocked that she's not um, having a good. I guess, I guess it doesn't matter where you are. If you get homesick, you're homesick. But I effing love Boston. Like, I would be running those streets. Oh my god, <laughs> it's like the best. You and Stassi. Oh my god, I just saw on Instagram Stassi was at Sir with Katie. Yes. The odd f- the first time in four years or something oh okay so back to heather so she gets everyone customized chopsticks and then they say too fabulous to shovel shit so it's like okay now you are talking so you're saying those that do shovel shit aren't fabulous so now you are saying you're better so again like i i actually felt like seasick after this episode because it was like I was like, kind of like, I'm like, oh, Heather, oh, Heather, oh, Heather. Like, I was, I felt like I was on this wild ride with her. And the chopsticks, once again, like, she does these, it's not even surprising anymore when she does these, like, dinners. It's like, everyone's like, oh, how nice. It's like, did you see the baby's breath? You know how much I love baby's breath. She used baby's breath. I loved it. But it's so (laughs) excessive and so, like, uh what's it's predictable it's so predictable yeah again i even though gino and what was the candle a tom ford candle like jesus how much was that 
I love though that Tamara kind of it was a little a little tacky, but also I mean she's like, oh, I love this candle. I have one at home. <laughs> like, oh, you just gave me a gift I already have. But yeah, I'm sure it's like $145. No, it's probably more, huh? I'm looking right now. I don't know exactly which one. It looks like like a hundred like 135. Oh, I said 145. Is close. Yeah. Okay. That's there's insane. there's one that's ninety nine, but I'm sure she went for the higher one. Although I will say, when I stayed at the, did you come visit us there at the Parker in Palm Springs? Yes. The soap was it Versace? It was some brand. I still <laughs> I still have it. I had it because it smelled so good. I kept it in its like plastic, and it would like radiate through my whole bathroom in Huntington Beach for years and I still have it here this is really sad um, in a drawer because it smelled so good for so long and I was like wow this would be and I think you could buy it it was like $50 or something oh Hermes that's what it was oh wow Hermes soap and it smelled so wonderful that I never wanted to use it I just wanted to keep it to make myself look fancy but yeah it was you know it was like $50 for a bar of soap wow so yeah but yeah like it's just like if you break down the whole get like so the chopsticks and then it's saying like too fabulous to shovel shit then she gifts this like beautiful candle that i'm sure it smells amazing nothing like shit for 135 dollars while they're eating at nobu which is so freaking expensive it's just like yeah it's such a slap in the face to to ever and if, and and she'd be like, "What? It's just like we're having like a fun girls' day. I just like getting my girls together before I go see Max in Boston." It's like <laughs> I oh, that's something you save up for a whole. It's like it's like your fiftieth wedding anniversary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, funny. All right, so then they go to Tamara is worried that Ryan will cheat on Jen. Jen's mad that Tamara aired out all her dirty laundry to all her new friends. That would be annoying. So, like, and Tamara's like, I didn't. The whole town knows he's a cheating whore. And I'm like, what town are we talking about? Because you all live in different towns and they're all pretty big. Yeah. You, you know, like, there's Ladera Ranch involved, there's Coda de Casa, there's Rancho Cer- Mission Viejo, Newport Beach, Newport Coast. Everyone's everywhere. We're talking hundreds of thousands of people. So the whole town doesn't know, because we don't know Ryan. We don't know Ryan. Yeah. And you're an OG. Yeah. So this whole storyline is, like, really getting to me, because it's like she's... Like, we don't control her life. Tamara, you don't control her life. Like, you don't get to make her choices for her. And, like, shut up about it. And, like, she didn't like when people were saying that, you know, things about Eddie. Like, no, she she hated that. And everyone had, like, don't be with Eddie. He's blah, blah, blah. You know, and, like, she fought against that. So, but she's, I, I don't know. It's, like, very. She's trying way too hard to do Tamara. And it's coming off. Is inauthentic, and even Andy says that because he has Jen on Watch What Happens Live. He's like, "Do you think Tamara hams it up for the camera?" And I was like, screaming, "Yes!" Especially now because she she wants to secure her spot. 
And Jen was kind. She's like, I think Tam, because she said Tamara's very different off camera. And I would have to agree listening to the, because I was so ready for Tamara to leave. Tamara and Vicky, right? We were all done with them. Yeah. And then listening to the two teas in a pod, I was like, oh, I kind of like Tamara. She's way different. She's calmed down. It's, she I, has a, it's reminding me a little of Jax. Yeah. She has a lot of the same thoughts I have because, you know, we're, you know, she's older and, um, well, she's way older than me, but I'm just saying, I'm like, I like her. And then she gets back on and it's like a whole other person. And that's what Jen said. She goes, no, she's way different off camera. She goes, but I think what it is is when she's on camera, she drinks. And when she drinks, that's when she turns it up. Cause Tamara always says this on our podcast. Like she rarely drinks like three times a year. And obviously you can tell by her body. So, yeah, she's it's either a combination of her drinking and she's trying to turn it up to, you know, keep her spot, which fine, but then don't bring you're not in you know, you're having it up too much. And Jen, she knows now Ryan's past. Everyone's told her he hasn't done it to her, so she's a grown-ass woman. She can decide if she's going to you know, risk it or not. Like lay off, it's her life, like you said. And yeah. then the whole Tamara throws her napkin, storms off, you should leave your boyfriend. And then this whole fight is about that Tamara and Jen used to joke about the hot guy at the gym. Like, innocent. Like, don't we all do that? Like, I, you know, I did that here. Like, everyone's like, oh, is hot guy there? I'm like, yep. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't mean, like, she would cheat on Eddie. And it doesn't mean, like, that's something that, it was also, like, like knowing Tamara's personality, it also seems like something that she was, like, using to, like, promote her own gym. You know, she's like, yeah. come on down, hot guys here. You know what I mean? Like, she probably liked saying that because she likes giving that, like, putting that atmosphere out there for her gym. Yeah. And then saying, like, I'm sure Jen has these texts saying, like, oh, I'm at the, the party for blah 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 Ryan hot guys here should I go upstairs with them and take one for the team like joking like that's going a little farther you know what I mean like I feel like so talking about this argument I feel like the reason Jen stayed so calm is because she 100% has receipts and is going to pull them out on Tamara like that's what they're foreshadowing so then Ryan being flirty is no different than Tamara but you're just joking around you know even I'm going to F her who cares if he said that? He wasn't with Jen at that point. He was a single guy. And if he didn't know Tamara was married, which is how they first told the story, like he just walked into a gym and saw this Tamara girl and was like, ooh, I'm going to fuck. There's nothing wrong with that if he didn't know she was married and he just, you know what I mean? Like, what's the big scandal in that? Yeah, yeah. It'd be like it'd be like if he was like looking through a magazine and was like, I'm going to screw her. And it was like Miley Cyrus. And everyone's like, oh, how dare dare he Miley Cyrus like she she's in a relationship like he can't yeah. de- it's like what <laughs> like she doesn't even know you exist exactly what really irritated me and this is when Tamara's trying too hard to be Tamara when they're Shannon brings her back in they go to the bar wait I just, just I I love <laughs> it was like brilliant filming when <laughs> when Tamara went out really quick and Shannon had to run <laughs> after her like, like waddling and, and yeah she like waddles <laughs> she like waddles up and then kind of like slides and is like okay like i found you like now we can film what's going on like it was hilarious <laughs> very vicky-esque yes 
Um, so she brings her back, but then there, here there are Nobu. It's, you know, and it's Newport, so it's conservative and money. And she's like, I need a Xanax and a tequila. It's like, <coughs> okay, that line was already delivered in New York by Ramona. Take a Xanax. Like, she's trying to create a moment for yeah. herself <coughs> and create a scene. And yeah, I don't know. So then they go back to the table and she's like, well, I saw his wiener and it was small. And Shannon was like, well, that's when it was limp. I'm assuming they're talking about the dick pic. Yeah. Because it was a limp dick pic. Um, so did they screenshot? Did that Heather Amin screenshot the Snapchat, which you're not supposed to do, and then show Tamara? She must I, have. I don't know. How else would she have seen his wiener? Gross, dude. But I thought it was funny, Shannon. Yeah. Well, that's Slip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Ew. Yeah, the guy was a little cringy. A- Andy made it so awkward too. On, did you watch Watch What Happens Live? No. So Ryan was in the audience, and he's like, "Yeah, I brought you something, Andy, and it's a hat. Um, hashtag D C D C K P K or P I K." Dick Ew. And but it just says that. And it's so it's not funny. And Andy's like, huh? He's like, oh huh, dick pig. Huh, huh. Like he could not even fake it. I was oh like, my it's god. So cringy to watch. Cause it's like that's that's like that's stupid. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like we like you just it's like if he just coined that phrase, sure, that would have been funny. But like you did it, so. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, like, the whole napkin throwing in the face, how it, like, landed in Jen's face. My anger could not have let me just sit there the way she did. Like, I would have taken that napkin, thrown it back in her face, and then probably thrown, like, a cup of water in her face. Like, she stayed really calm. I would have flipped. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm going to try that. See what you do. So, <laughs> next time at Sir, I'm going to throw a purple napkin at you. Actually, I think they're like dusty rose color. I'm going to throw a dusty rose napkin at you. And then I'll go walk happens. I'll go walk over and return it to Craig's. <laughs> I'll be like, is this yours? And then you'll narc me off to Peter. Yeah, I'll be like, Peter? <laughs> and then you'll be like, James? I'm like, Peter, do you have a code of conduct at Sir? Because that patron over there just threw a napkin in my face and I don't appreciate it. He would be like, who, who, where, where? And then he'd see that it was you and he'd be like, she's out of here. James running over. I'll help you, Peter. Yeah. And, and he'll be like, you guys have to finish your dinner in, in the alley. <laughs> Okay, we have a plan. <laughs> so Emily tells Heather she has a fake ass phony relationship with Tamra, and also I forgot Heather called Emily an unattractive, mean, aggressive, whatever. I was like, Ooh, <gasps> I, I that's thought dirty. Yeah, the the one word was unnecessary. It's like, why did you say unattractive? 
Exactly. Like that's like if you can like use descriptive words, you know, like uh, yeah, a mean and, yeah, mean and aggressive, or even like if you yeah, you can even even use like another descriptive word, but not unattractive. That's yeah, like it's so specific. She just went under the belt right there. Yeah. She need you need to clarify when you're using like ugly and unattractive and be like your insides are so ugly or your, exactly, exactly your heart is so unattractive or you know you yeah yeah or it's when like you or little... yeah or when you get mean like this it you're yeah the inside of you is so unattractive like something like that where it's like yes. oh like I want to be pretty on the inside but she's kind of like taking Tamara's cue like when Tamara called Emily Shrek it's like there's. She's like, that was taken out of context. I'm like, was it? <laughs> come on. Uh, I, How I, could I, that be out of context? I don't know. In a I, I, way? I couldn't come back from that. <laughs> so, um, Please don't call me that at Sir either. <laughs> <laughs> so they, Heather seems confused. And she's like, come on. You spent all of last year at Javier's with me bashing Tamra and now you pretend you're best buds with Tamra. She's like, it hurts my feelings and it pisses me off. Uh, She goes, I think Heather is afraid of Tamra. I think she's spot on because of how nasty Tamra gets and publicly um, she blasts people. You know, and then they show how Tamra tweets and uh, and then like the blog reality blurbed wrote about Tamara crucifying Emily, which she did, just like she did Shannon publicly. And Heather can't handle being publicly humiliated. So I think she walks a tightrope with Tamara because she knows she's a loose cannon like Brandy Glanville. I don't think she wants the public humiliation that Tamara can bring. I Yeah, I feel like we all have like those people in our lives where it's like it's better to like, especially yeah. like in like a business like where like there's like money involved in the show and like it really could ruin her if she goes after her it it, i think 100 percent she was spot on but again it brings me back to my point of everyone keeps going after heather because she's such an easy target she really doesn't have an ally this season and her behavior is so easy to pick apart and especially it's like kind of one of the first times where she's really weak on the show she just doesn't have a leg to stand on really like she's it's just easy to just pick apart her and so the others are just like vulturing onto her and so when when gina brought this whole thing up it was kind of like really like how many times are we gonna like shit like oh we are shitting on heather she's shoveling it she's getting shit on um i don't know like yeah it was just like an easy argument that like we all can see. So, and then the way Emily jumps on and, and then Tamara, it's just like, ugh. Gina jumps on. Yeah. Like, Heather needs a change of address for him and they need, she needs to change it to up Tamara's ass on the address line. It's like, and, um, this was, this one, this episode for me was like, I, I don't even know how to say it. it was it was intense it was I was just, like it jumped off and like really got going um, and then you see Heather have real concern as a real friend I appreciated this moment you could see it in her face too she's like oh and she gets a text and people think like something wrong with your kids or she's like no no she's like we'll talk about it later like she's really trying to protect Shannon in that moment 
and she's like, no, no, tell me now, tell me now. She's like, no, no, I lo- we'll we'll talk later. And so then, and then Shannon's like, no, please tell me. So then she kind of whispers it so that she is trying to not make this a big public thing and have that respect for Shannon to do that on her own. But then Shannon's like, oh, I already know about David filing for divorce. But I thought that was very nice of Shan or Heather to do, handle it that way. Yes. <clears throat> Tamara would have been like, what? And then blasted around and like if Sh- Shannon could have been caught off guard or, you know. Um, what and did then, you think and, of that? And then did you think that um, that Leslie was upset that he filed for divorce on him and Shannon's wedding anniversary? <laughs> Which is, so se- is that the septem- first September 15th, 2022 is when he oh, filed. Was that the first file? Yes. He filed and then he dropped it. Then she filed then she dropped it. Then yeah. he filed again. Those two are like cray. Yeah. Well, then they went to, oh, so he filed right after they got back from Europe. Yeah. And 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 she said that she left early, right? So. Oh. That's what Shannon like said. She's like, she left early from Europe. Oh, that's how she knew because the kids told her. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if he was like buying stuff for the kids. Like they were like in like Louis Vuitton or something and like he bought them both a bag and she's like, David, that's like, it's too much. And then like they got into like a fight and then left. Hmm. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Whew. Well, that's that. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. So again, I, I, um, it's still like pleasurable for me to watch. It picked up in the the drama a little bit this week, which I appreciated because it like, like the last two weeks we've had like fun kumbaya, and and now we're getting down. Mm. Okay, so if you get extra time, watch New York just to see. Oh yeah, I will. You, I'll watch it if today. You, if you don't like it, you don't have to continue. But since it's so fresh and you need no background, yeah, it'd be a good place for you to start. And then I want to see what you think of Bryn. And if she reminds you of Wavy Baby, Grace Lily. Uh, well, the photo that you posted did. I was like, oh. Just her energy. She even talks like her. And yeah, I don't. So. Okay, cool. There was a meme going around comparing Bryn to Landon. And I'm like, I don't see that at all. Except for the fact that they both want Shep. She, so Bryn said on Watch What Happens Live. Her, like, Andy's like, is there anyone you want us to hook you up with at BravoCon? And she said Shep. Oh, yeah. And she's the one that's friends. Like she's like best friends with Pandora. Oh, okay. And they asked her to be on Vanderpump Rules um, as it was forming. And she didn't want to, she had a PR job. She didn't want to quit her PR job. And then she's like, and she didn't want to be a server. And she goes, and I would never be on reality TV. So I guess when she signed up for this, Pandora texted her, really, bitch? <laughs> That's funny. And she's like, I'm poor. I need the money. So, relatable. Yeah. So, yeah. And then we, so we can talk about that on Patreon. And maybe we can do it the same episode as Crappy Lake. Yeah. And that, that way we're both on. And then we can hear your thoughts on New York. Okay. So, we'll, that we'll do good. that. Yeah. <laughs> And our season one, episode one, is coming as well. We wanted to stagger it out because we did now today's podcast Wednesdays, and then I had that a little emergency short one yesterday. So we wanted to give you guys a couple days to catch up. Uh, but we'll put that one out there on the regular podcast too. 
Yep. So join us on Patreon for extra content. Um, join our Facebook group. Follow us on Instagram, Vanderpump Rules Party. We would really appreciate it. Yes. And have a good weekend, you guys. Yeah. Okay, talk to you guys later.